We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app speaking of songs that might deserve to be in the top 10 list of the best top pop songs of all time how about good vibrations by the beach boys when they did this song when they recorded this song it was the most money that had ever been spent on a single and i think it was like uh, something like seventy-five thousand dollars. but at the time like nobody had ever spent that much money on a, on a single anyway we'll talk a little bit more about that also if you're on hold stay with us we've got phone calls we've got text to get to Big controversy here about Snow White, and a caller last hour brought up an interesting part. If uh, she was described as having skin as white as snow, then she has to be white. Does Snow White have to be white? I wrote a blog about this. It's on our website. It's also on the Scoot on the Facebook page. You could check it out there and comment or go on our website, www.com. But I want to go into a little deeper into that, and it, it's really about how people don't like change. And if you listen to this show, you know I, I embrace change. Not all change, but I'm not afraid of change. Anyway, we're going to get to all of that here in just a minute. Courtney VIP is in our traffic center. Good afternoon, Miss Courtney. Hey there, Scoot. Hey, did you see the kiss, the public display of affection between uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? I did see that sweet kiss. What did you think? Sweet, that's a nice way to describe it. Right. It wasn't, I, I didn't get, ooh, this is my boyfriend. Yep, but, me too. But, you know, hey, it, it was sweet nonetheless. It was almost obligatory. <laughs> right. It was almost it's like, just... okay, it's time that I do this in public just so everybody thinks that, look, I, I'm not saying that it's, they're not boyfriend and girlfriend or friend, but I just don't see this as a, um, a deep love relationship. I see this more uh, yeah. as just kind of a, a fun thing. I'm finding it hard to really buy in. Yeah. Um, but did you see what Dad Kelsey said about uh, Taylor? No. He said that when she came to the suite to watch the game, yeah. he was very impressed with the fact that she started cleaning up the cups and plates that people left behind. He thought wow. that that signaled that she hadn't gotten too far into the star life and she was humbled. And and so she made an impression on dad, Kelsey. That's really nice. Either that or she did it because she knew people would talk about it and she'd get this image <laughs> of cleaning up. I don't, I don't mean to be skeptical. Look, I love, ta- oh, I, I love Taylor Swift in this way. She is such a brilliant songwriter, especially for her age. And at a very early age, she was writing songs that I admire, that she writes her own songs. That is so admirable. So I have, great, I have great respect for, for Taylor Swift. But just in this comment about the whole thing with uh, Travis Kelsey, I, just, I don't think it's a real serious thing. 
Time will tell. Yes, all right. <laughs> all right, uh, Courtney VIP, it's a lot better than it was yesterday on uh, I-55. Absolutely. We do have some travel on I-55. Um, still may be a good idea to avoid the area somewhat, but uh, north and southbound traffic will be diverted at Rudock. So you can ride to Rudock, and then you'll have to go uh, down to 51 to continue your travel in either direction. Yeah, I hope this doesn't uh, affect the tourism of Rudock uh, very much. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I hope this doesn't stop the tourists from going there. Well, you know, they do have those alligator tours right around there. No, so it could do. actually be good for. And then the nightlife <laughs> is really incredible. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to get out there. Um, yep. So we'll see. We'll right. see. But, you know, definitely uh, our prayers still go up for yes. everyone involved. Yeah, really sad, a tragic uh, accident yesterday. All right, Courtney, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. All right. All right. Let's get the results of the Tuesday text off. The song was Red Red Wine. And I'm sure there's a generation out there that thought, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. That was a UB40 song. UB40 did that song. Yeah, they did it in 1983. The UB40 version was a cover of a 1967 hit by Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond did this in, in 1967. 67? 67. Holy cow. Yeah. So he, this is song A, and this was the loser. Sorry, Neil. I love when a group takes a song, and instead of trying to do the exact same version of it, do something different with it. And that was my problem with, like, Weezer doing Africa. It's like, you know, don't do it just like Toto did it. Do it a little differently. So this is song A. This was the loser. Here's the winner, UB40 from 1983. They did a better job with Red Red Wine. Oh, what a vibe. Yeah. Makes you want to spark a doob. Yeah, man. Maybe. If you're into that. All right. Um, look, before we get to your calls and more of your text, a caller last hour brought up this point that Snow White is about Snow White being white. Because there's a, a, a part in the beginning where uh, the, the queen is talking about her skin snow is white as snow. My point is, and I wrote a blog about this, it's on our website, it's also on the, the face, my Facebook page, um, and people are, are commenting. Uh, it's, um, I, I, I didn't think the story was dependent upon her being white. And so this caller was in, insisting, and I understand her point, insisting that it was about a white person. But it's not. It could be about, it could be about anybody. So... Um, when I look at the story, okay, here it is. Uh, this is from Britannica, Encyclopedia Britannica. Loosely based on the famous fairy tale by Brothers Grimm, the plot, now think about this plot. The plot is set into motion when a vain, wicked queen consults her magical mirror and learns that her beautiful stepdaughter, Snow White, is now the fairest in the land. Instantly resentful, the queen enlists a woodsman to murder Snow White, but he cannot commit the act and actually helps the young girl escape. In the forest, Snow White discovers the cottage inhabited by seven eccentric dwarfs who warmly welcome her into their home after she offers to cook and clean for them. The queen eventually learns of Snow White's whereabouts and disguising herself as an old hag, uh, uh, fatally poisons uh, her stepdaughter with a tainted apple. The heartbroken dwarfs stand guard over the girl's body until a handsome prince restores her to life with a kiss. There's nothing about this story that requires Snow White to be white. 
she was described in a certain way, she could have been described in the beginning in any way. So this is my point. And I do understand this, that uh, that a lot of people cling to things that are the way they are, and they have a hard time seeing anything other than the way it was. And change is the basis of everything, and I don't think there's anything wrong with with opening up Snow White or The Little Mermaid or anything to a, a different ethnic group because of the world that we live in. And much of white America is going to embrace it just as much as if a white person were in that role. Because the majority of white America, I'm saying majority, that means over 50%. I think that's the case. I don't have the stats. But, it, it you know, I mean, I went to see The New Little Mermaid, and The Little Mermaid was black. I, it, I didn't have a problem with that. So a, light, a lot of white America embraces this, too. And, you know, so what if we're, if we're challenged? Think about what, um, think about what the, uh, the, the play Hamilton did. I mean, black characters are playing members of, like, the people who supported our founding fathers. I mean, they're playing the parts of people who, who started this country, who were white. And the fact that the, the actors are black really extends this idea of it doesn't matter what your skin color is. And I think that's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thought. Now, we can disagree on this, and so we disagree. It's, it's okay to disagree. But I don't cling to, I, I cling to some traditions, but I don't cling to everything needing to be traditional like some people. And there were people who just, they were so upset about gay marriage because it changed the, the nature of, of marriage. But it didn't affect their lives, but they were freaked out over it because it, it was a change. And I don't think we should be so afraid of, of change. I don't think any of the people that are most upset about a non-white person portraying Snow White, the people that are most upset about that are not pointing to that specific passage that Casey and Metairie brought up, where it very specifically says, you know, the evil queen pricked her finger and she says, oh, I wish I had a daughter whose skin was white as snow. That is not the leading argument for the overwhelming majority of people who have a problem with this. And to suggest that the people who are complaining loudly, loudest about it, they're not like like Star Wars fans who are like, that's not canon. Han Solo actually didn't have that kind of blaster at the Battle of Toth. Like, that's not what this argument is. This argument is largely about victimhood and white grievance yep. and them feeling desirous of a time when black and brown people were less visible yeah. in art and culture. And that is the tip of the spear for most of this argument. And that's what we have to push back against. I agree. The story of Snow White is about jealousy. It's about envy overlooks. It's 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 about uh, it's about revenge. It, that's what the story is about. And and race doesn't have anything to do with that. The story of the Black Panther. I mean, I'm looking at uh, a synopsis of the Black Panther, uh, the story of the Black Panther. And you know what? That could conceivably be a story about a white person. Because it's about a king. It's, a, it's about struggle. It's, a, it's about human conflict. And, and so it, it doesn't matter who, who, who plays that role. And I just think that we should be, um, I think that we should be a little more open to seeing these things not as it has to be white. It has to be this or it's ruining our country. Um, we can, I think we can, we can accept different, um, different people in different roles. There's a text here at the top of the pile. I think it's Renee who brings up a really good point that I actually wanted to bring in earlier. If this were, uh, okay, so it's like a live action Snow White 
but it's a black actor in the lead role. And that black actor is albino and their skin is white, but they are quite clearly of African extraction. Understand. Does yeah. then does then your argument go away? Yeah. Person who who is upset about this, if it's it's if it's clearly a person of African heritage whose skin is lighter than you might expect, right. light enough to be called white, are you satisfied with that? I All doubt right. it. Um, listen, I, I I left this opening here for for a song, and I I thought you could uh, you could pick one of the songs that you think Great. might have been in the the top ten. If you weren't with us yesterday, we we talked about Billboard magazine celebrating sixty five years of the Hot One Hundred chart, and the staff of Billboard got together and they put together a list of the top five hundred pop songs, and we went through the list of the top ten on the show. I want to dance with somebody who loves me, Whitney Houston. That was number one. I don't understand why, since you've been gone, Kelly Clarkson, I don't understand why I want it that way, um, Backstreet Boys. I don't understand why Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen is in the top ten. So we've been talking about some other songs that maybe deserve to be in the top ten. You got a suggestion? This song, I think more than any other, when we were talking about this yesterday and we said which songs are missing from the top ten and the song that I'm about to play wasn't in the top ten, I was shocked. How are you not going to put that in the top 10 pop songs of all time? I mean, really, this was the beginning of a whole new epoch of pop music. This song changed everything. You're right. This was was huge. And and, and think about what it led to and, and the career of Britney Spears. So, yep. Song should have been in the top 10. I'm Scoot. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. And if you're on hold, stay with us. We're coming right back with your calls on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, tell me this song does not deserve to be in the top 10 pop songs of all time. I'm Scoot on the air on WWL. Hey, we've been talking about um, another Trump attorney admitting there was a legal conspiracy to steal the uh, Georgia electoral votes, to steal the election for Donald Trump. And she was uh, very emotional when she was reading her statement. And that can't be good news for the ex-president. Also, we uh, we talked about um, uh, wide receiver for the Saints, Chris Olave, being arrested for allegedly speeding and reckless driving in Kenner. And I just I wish these players would respect us enough to realize that, you know, you're not supposed to get in trouble you know we need you on the field don't do stupid things and my god when you're you know you're 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 recklessly driving and you're going 70 and a 35 um i mean getting arrested is the the best thing that could happen to you also uh, we're going to talk uh, about a new study uh that says potato chips and junk food are as addictive as drugs i don't agree with that 
You might love this stuff, but do you think junk food is addictive as drugs? The, the topic about Snow White has kind of taken over. Um, let's go to Frankie in, uh, in Picky And Frankie, you had a comment about the uh, the top 500 pop songs. Yeah, Scoot, um, yesterday when I was leaving, I kind of lost the signal, and I was down. You had made it to number five. I okay. just heard you say Whitney Houston made number one. But was Michael Jackson's Thriller on there anyway? Uh, Billy, uh, Billy Jean was, I think, number seven. Okay, but Thriller wasn't on there because that's that's like well monumental song. You yeah, know? you know I, I would I would agree that Billy Jean belongs to be on there more than the song Thriller because Billy Jean was just such a such a great iconic song um, from the album yeah, Thriller. So true. I think out of those two songs, I, I think Billy Jean deserved to be there, and I, I agreed with that in the top ten. Dancing Queen by ABBA was number two, and uh, number three was My Girl by The Temptations. Man, I totally agree with that one. Okay. Yeah, I heard. I heard that's where I left off okay. at. At uh, Temptations, my girl. All right, Frankie. Can I say one thing, though, Stu? Sure. One thing about this Snow White thing. There's so much division with with us Americans that this fairy tale thing shouldn't have shouldn't be as serious as it is. I agree. You know, it's just making a mountain out of a molehill. I mean, what what difference does it make? I mean, well, what kind of what kind of what kind of Ideas are we putting in the young kids' heads? If you got people calling the show and saying, "Oh, she should have been this, she should have been that," but the child might like to hear a fairy tale like that. But now they don't—they're gonna be biased because the parents are teaching them all this garbage. Well, you're right about you know, parents are the ones who teach their children to be uh, prejudiced. Frankie, I'm glad you called the show. Let's go to Hammond and Casey. You're on WWL. Hello, Scoot. Um, I speak a little German, and so I know that the. Uh, Grimm's fairy tales are the origin of of Snow White, and they've been changed up from the original German by Disney so much so that changing the character from white to black, who cares? Because they've been changed from the original German a lot, too, so I don't know if it really matters. And that said, there are a lot of Shakespearean tales that have been revamped and updated, like West Side Story and... Yeah. Kiss me, Kate, and 10 Things I Hate About You. So I don't know if making yeah. the character black what makes I just, you know, really just, a, a, a bit of difference. Yeah, and I just talked about the uh, the, the storyline. The storyline is about jealousy, it's about revenge. Line. It's about exactly. vanity. It's not, uh, it's not um, exactly. about and being white. And West Side white. Story is the same story. Yeah. And as, listen, as, you know, if you, Julia, if you know about... It's been updated. If you know about Grimm's fairy tales, then man, if anybody hasn't read Grimm's fairy tales when it comes to um, the Three Little Pigs or Little Red Riding Hood, man, read read those stories from Brothers Grimm. Man, that was incredibly violent. It was graphic. I mean, it was graphic (laughs) stuff. Very graphic. All right, Casey, I'm glad you're listening. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Mike in Mid City. Hey, Mike, thanks for hanging on. Hey, we at school. Hey. All right, yeah, I had, two, I had a couple of comments. Okay. Uh, first one, um, if uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Kelsey, uh, they consummated their relationship, I would think you classified as a as a serious relationship. Yeah, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, you know, we're well, just having fun judging by what we see. Well, you want to see some some fluid dance while being like, well. But uh, getting back to the getting to the lobby situation, 
Um, I mean, was it a DWI? You know, like, what's no. the full thing on it? No. You know, what was it a DWI? And not only that, you get arrested for speed, you get arrested for speed. You know, you say you got arrested for, for speed. And reckless driving. Well, well, reckless driving, well, 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 it sounds like speed, the speed and the reckless driving sound like it's all the same. Well, I don't think so. I got the impression that he was moving in. There was a lot of traffic around. That's 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 all we know. But, Mike, let's not let's not make excuses. I mean, you know, these football players, professional athletes, I think they owe it to the fans to behave. So they end up on the field because we're supporting them and they shouldn't go out and do stupid things. And that's not the worst thing he could have done, but it's not smart. Yeah, but you got fast cars. We don't take that much for for you to hit the gas, and before you know it, you know you. Well, that's you know, no excuse. Yeah, that's like he's... saying I've got a I've got a gun, so I kill somebody. Well, it's because I had the gun. I mean, you, nah, you can't use that as an excuse. Nah, no, I mean, but that's overboard. Though. That that's really overboard. I mean, like I said, it, it, it's not even a DWI. But but I, his I car. Uh, all right, you his know? his car can go thirty five. I'm sure it's a fast, yeah, it fast go, car, but it can go 35. It can go 35. It can go 35, but where the smoke is on that. I mean, it could go 35, but, you know, uh, it's a fast car. It don't take much of nothing, and there you go. You had 70. But you're talking, you know, about, uh, you're, you're talking about somebody using their car as an excuse for speeding. What about personal accountability? No, I'm not saying that he's uh, trying to find, find the school. I'm just, I'm just saying that, hey, he hit the gas a little too hard. And before you know it, he was at seven. It just so happened, you know. Uh, well, we don't we don't know that. I mean, we don't we don't know. It might have been worse than that. He, he might have been going seventy for a while, and he might have been weaving in and out of cars. We I mean, we don't know. But it might not have been that 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 simple. Look, I love Chris Olave. I want him on the field. That's why I'm upset that he did something kind of stupid that could so easily have been um, avoided. You know, it's uh, you know. It, my car goes fast. It's not a fast, souped-up car. It's a sports car. It's a roadster. It, it, it goes fast. I love my car. One of the reasons it goes fast is because it's so light. Um, I like to go fast. But if I go fast, it's not because I have a fast car. It's my fault if I go fast. If I do that, that's, that's, that's on me. Uh, Douglas on the North Shore, uh, you're on WWL. Uh, thank you. I just want to make a comment and um, about the... Uh Snow White thing. Okay. Uh, I don't think when they wrote that movie, Jesus Christ Superstar, that that was really a blue-eyed blind guy from the Middle East that they that they were impersonating. I, I agree. I also, I also believe that back in the day they used to have a show that came on called Amazon Annie where the white folks used to paint their face black. And make black people look stupid like they didn't know anything about life. Wait, so, a- a- Amos and Amos and Andy? Yeah, I don't. I remember the, the yeah, TV show, but I don't. I, I don't remember, remember blackface. The, yeah, I remember the show. They were in, initially. It was a white show oh, okay. where actors painted their face black. Yeah. And uh, I don't hear anybody. Wasn't no anybody screaming and hollering about. And we know why. Repeat that? I said we know why. Yeah. We all know why. And we are uh, 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 hypocrites to, to believe any other way. Yeah. 
Uh, also, I would like to make a comment to this joker that's got off the phone about a lot. He is a clown for driving 75 miles an hour in a 35. I would never, ever act that way. Yeah, Thank you. I, and you. Douglas, I, I appreciate you listening on the North Shore. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. Hey, look, let's do this. Let's, uh, let, for the next few minutes, let's talk about this new study that says potato chips and junk food are as addictive as drugs. Do you believe that? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that. I don't, I don't think so. And they may be kind of addicting, but they're not as addictive as drugs. And what junk food are you addicted to? I'll tell you what I'm addicted to right now. I go through different phases, but I'll tell you what I'm addicted to right now. All right, how about this song? Top 10 pop songs? Yeah, could easily have been there. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe, made the top 10 list of the top pop songs of all time, and this song didn't make it? That is an injustice. Now, I'll be honest with you. I don't ever need to hear this song again. Oh, God, me too. I mean, never. Every cover band plays it and I guess they have to because everybody's singing I don't know I just don't ever need to hear it again but anyway it, it, it should should be on the list of the top 10 I singles. agree and you know we we, we we made a distinction yesterday about how some rock and roll songs yeah. shouldn't be included on this pop list. Right. But Don't Stop Believing took on a life of its own after it, it was on um, Glee. Oh, And look. it became this sensation. Yeah. Suddenly, everybody loves this song. It wasn't that way before. So it really has embedded itself in our pop culture, even though it's a rock and roll song. I like when they play this in the Dome when you're leaving the Dome after the Saints lose. They play Don't Stop Believing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The song peaked at number nine, never even made number one, peaked at number nine in 1981. Why? All right, uh, let's go to Alex in Mid-City. Alex, you're on WWL. Hey, Scoot. Hey, Alex. Hey, so uh, something to comment about the uh, junk food. You're yeah. saying about, yeah, I think the, the government needs to regulate our consumption of high-fructose corn syrup. And, and uh, I mean, every other... You know, developed nation in the in the world, uh, pretty much they regulate their production amounts of high fructose corn syrup, and they also regulate the amount that they're allowed to put in products. I mean, if companies they... like Coca Cola, McDonald's, and Mars have been feeding our country high fructose corn syrup and leading to the development of obesity as a serious problem in our nation year after well, year. Well, it is it, it is a problem. I don't know how the government uh, regulates it. it. You know, if if they if they if they cut back on the production, isn't that just going to drive the cost up of the stuff that's available? Well, the thing is, high fructose corn syrup is actually at a lower cost than any other sugar product on the market right mm-hmm. now, and that's why the companies use it so much. So it's a cost-saving feature for them. But should these junk foods be at such cheap a price that they're so readily available to us as Americans and, you know, causing, I mean, if you have a choice at the grocery store between a healthy item that costs more or a less less healthy item that costs less, you're going to choose a less healthy item if you're on a budget. So I just think we need to regulate the high fructose corn syrup and be able to take back our country and take away the obesity. I mean, in Europe, they limit their high fructose corn syrup to a 22 percent 
concentration, where in America we have a 55% concentration available. So well, it's I would, just twice as strong. I would also think, Alex, that there's probably a difference in the, the mentality of Europe collectively over the mentality of America. I mean, we, you know, we gorge things. Uh, you know, we, uh, we overconsume everything we can possibly consume. And we need to do a better job of being personally accountable. Hey, we're just learning that the guy who was nominated for the Republican House of Representatives, Speaker of the House, Tom Emmer, he's out. Womp, womp, he's womp, out. Womp, he dropped womp. out. So the circus continues. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's really, it's becoming now a joke. And you think people are tired of hearing about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? They're even more tired of just, in fact, Republicans are tired of hearing about the whole Speaker of the House thing because they just can't get it together. I hope you they can, have good snacks in there. It's going to be a long night I for them. I guess so. Uh, let's, let's, before we get to text, um, mm-hmm. are, are, you addicted to, are you addicted to some kind of junk food? Yeah. What are you addicted to? Um, there's two things I'm pretty addicted to. One is Lay's kettle-cooked jalapeno chips. Wow, yeah. Yeah, those are those are a big part of my diet. Probably yeah. <laughs> probably eat too many of those. Tend to I tend to kind of tuck those in with a meal even. You know, I yeah, don't okay. just like eat a bag of them like while I'm watching right. TV, but you know, if I have a sandwich, side of chips. Put potato chips on the sandwich. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, put I potato chips too. on the sandwich for sure. Love that. Um, the other thing I have to watch out for is um, chocolate-covered BS. I, I usually in my home life refer to it, you know, with the entire words in there. You know, Trader Joe's, man. Yeah. They got uh, these chocolate covered almonds and chocolate covered pretzels and chocolate covered peanut butter pillows. And yeah. I just can't stop it's eating good. that stuff, man. It's so good. I mean, yeah. Trader Joe's has really good snacks. Give me the chocolate covered BS. Every time my wife says, hey, I'm going to Club TJ, what do you need? I say, why are you wasting my time asking? You know, just bring me some chocolate covered BS and I'm going to be a happy man. Yeah, That's I know. I it's I know. I I I I'm kind of addicted right now to to fudgesicles. I I found some I found some fudgesicles that are um really uh, kind of low in, in in calories and 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 that relatively low in calories and, and fat grams. I've kind of searched around and I've got a brand that I that I really like. And so um after dinner um you know I might eat uh, I might eat two of those. <laughs> two fudge. Yeah, two fudgesicles. <laughs> One after the other, I hope. Yeah, I do. Because I'm addicted. <laughs> Not you both that, at the same no, time. No, I get that first one. I get that Freak. first one. I got I to have another one. I got to have another one. You guys got any more I, I, of those? I'm having withdrawals. Uh, I got to call Lake Will. This is uh, such a recovery solution. Uh, you guys got any more fudgicles? Hey, it's Scoot. Hey, hey, I'm all out of fudgicles. You guys got any fudgicles? <laughs> People need fudgicles. Here's a text that says, my favorite junk food is ice cream, and I can testify oh, that it man. is addictive. I eat it all year long. Winter, summer, spring, and fall. It's loaded with fat, cholesterol, sugar, and salt. I, I don't know, know if it's as addictive as drugs because I've never taken drugs, but I just can't stop eating ice cream. Yeah, and you know what I've discovered? Um, uh, Blue Bunny. Is it Blue Bunny? Is that the name? Blue Bonnet? Blue Bonnet? Blue Blue Bell. Blue Bell. Yeah, Yeah, Blue Bell. It comes in the container, but it's soft ice cream. Yeah. And it comes in the container. Mm -hmm. So I've got some of that in the fridge, Mm -hmm. and you know, I I take a couple of bites of that once in a while. Uh, Here's a text that says, sugar is more addictive than drugs and alcohol, in my opinion. Who's capable of going the rest of their life without sugar? I don't know. I can't. Uh, I don't think it's as addictive as drugs, but um, I sure do love this stuff. Dude, even if you tried to live your life without sugar, you can't because they put it in everything. Why would you want to? Ketchup and all that. I'm just going to leave you with this one real quick. I think junk food is just as addictive because I've never been able to smoke a joint and not eat some junk food afterwards. If you want to enjoy well, actually, we don't have any time for calls. <laughs> <laughs> we got to kind of wrap up the show. Yeah. All right, here's another song that, you know, maybe should have been in the, the, the top 10 pop songs of all time. Classic, one-hit wonder, aha, take on me. You know, this was so, just so reflective of the 80s. 
yeah, that I can see this song being there. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back to wrap up the show here on WWL. Oh, I don't, you, you think this song should be in the, the, the top ten of the best pop songs ever? Yes. At least that handsome song, Mbop, didn't make it. Mbop? You know, yeah. No, Mbop does need to be in there, but this is, this is, yeah, this is iconic. Yeah, pretty classic. All right, I'm going to take a couple of days off to go visit my family in Portland, and Ian's going to take over the show for, for a couple of days. Uh, my granddaughter's birthday, she's born on uh, Halloween, but the birthday party is uh, coming up uh, this, uh, this weekend, so I'm going to be there for that. So I look forward to, uh, to seeing them, but I'm going to miss all of you. Hey, join me on Facebook, Scoot on the Air, because I'll be communicating there. Also, Scoot on the Air Instagram. Uh, Sports Talk is coming up next with Bobby, Mike, and Steve. And don't forget about the Saints Hour at 7 o'clock with Mike Haas and Executive Director, General Manager of the Saints, Mickey Loomis. I want to thank our program director and brand manager, Diane Newman, market manager, Kevin Cassidy, assistant program director and brand manager, senior producer of Scoot on the Air, Ian Hoke, and news anchor, Chris Miller, traffic with Courtney VIP. And as always, I thank you for being part of the show. And when I'm away, I really do miss being with you in the afternoon. But again, follow me on uh, social media. I'm Scoot. Have a great afternoon. Love you, New Orleans. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.